Gitu. episode in terms of you know hurricane silky was uh certainly a, a surprising turn of events because i think we all kind of were going into the season feeling like oh silky is kind of the cinnamon cinnamon bun of the season you know it's like right. protect her at all costs you know yeah, she saved the aquaria adam Ripon special uh she's just been you know lovely uh just catching up and with, with some of her performances uh and you know she's very funny uh, so yeah, it uh, we have this edit that I think is important to know we're being shown, right? Yeah, you know, I I think, I mean, I think yes that certainly there is editing. Everything that we're seeing is editing. I am prone to believe that that my sense is that they've probably edited out some of Silky's. Um, theatrics or enthusiasm and are showing us highlights. I don't believe that this is being overblown. Um, oh, sure. Um, yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, so we have our uh, Ariel Versace. Uh, Girl, this is not the Silky Show. Take it down. Take it down. I'm kind of at that point. I'm like, yeah, it's not the Silky Show, but it's also not your show to say when to take it down. Right? Yeah. You know, that. I mean, that like, let's get into it, right? This whole, like, because I was talking about this with someone uh, this morning about this, about how, like, there is, you know, is this tone policing, right? Are you kind of telling somebody they need to quiet down? And, you know, the whole idea of, like, you know, telling a woman that she needs to, you know, not get so angry, for example. Like, is that kind of what this is? Like, here's Silky living her joy, living her dream. She's on TV. Like, who are we to say, like, girl, take it easy? And I guess the the question that I feel like kind of conflicts with that is like yeah but aren't we trying to make a tv show here like yes but we're actually trying to make something here and so from a production standpoint if we can't get in other people's stories because you're just like flipping your wig on the other side of the room the whole time technically isn't it kind of an issue then uh technically it is but there's hours of footage uh for me, it's not tone policing. It's more going against this whole idea of be yourself, right? I mean, even Miley is like, yeah, just just be you, do you. And I think even Silky in Untucked, when she when the other girls come back and there's that whole like, uh, oh, you know, what did you think of me? Um, I think when they were like, oh, you're you're a lot. She was like, well, I'm going to keep you in me. You don't even know me. So I'm just yeah. gonna I'm gonna keep doing this, you know? Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. Like on the one side, it's like, yeah, she she should certainly be herself and like be enthusiastic. But I guess I, if I were in that room, I'd be really annoyed with her too. Oh, sure. I think there's no question that if I were in that room and I was 
trying to do my thing. Yeah. And at the same time, it's also like, well, she's creating conflict already just by being herself. And that's not even on her. That's on all the other girls. So I, I really love Brooklyn Heights in this clip of the week because she's like, girl, it's TV. It's smart. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, like, I can't really argue with what Silky's doing, but I also can't say that I'm like totally enjoying it if I'm going to be totally honest like I, I I could use a little bit less like I think once she was like charging around with Miley on her back like as a wrecking ball it was like all right enough <laughs> enough already I'm At this loving point, I'm not uh, you're being ridiculous I'm not being ridiculous <laughs> I'm loving the memes about all of that uh we there's one of uh who is it uh Naomi holding up the disco ball uh-huh and yeah. it's like <laughs> Miley and Silky and then all the other girls in season 11 are Valentina. Right. Uh, they, they're right. really it, funny. Um, yeah, obviously, like, you know, the the whole back piggyback ride was uh, – I was just worried for safety. <laughs> sure, sure. I, I mean, you know, that's – It didn't bother me, though. It didn't yeah, bother it, me. Yeah, it's certainly a, an insurance situation. I don't know. I just found her to be um, – I don't know. I, I just think that there is I'm not saying Silky is like this, but I do think that people can be in that situation where they're like, oh, my God, like I, you know, I, I, I'm on TV and I'm going to be this big personality. And it's like really self-absorbed in a way. It's like, you know, but it isn't the Silky show. It isn't. And I think that I think that Drag Race now is not only attracting more people who are ready to be on TV, but I think it's requiring that you have to know what that means to be on a TV show making a TV show. And I just, I think that like, I don't know. It's not like they're on the bachelor and people can like spread out and go to other rooms. Everyone's stuck in one room. I hear that. I think, uh, or maybe it's more like big brother, but uh, or whatever. If, I'm just saying, if like, I'm going to choose between, if I'm going to choose between the extraness of silky and the bitchiness of Ariel Versace, just only talking about how annoyed she is. I'm going to pick the extraness because there's an energy coming from Ariel that I'm like, all right, girl, get over it. Like, okay, everybody, everybody else is, you know, doing what they got to do and talking into the talking heads about it. But, you know, they're not necessarily like getting, I think, emotionally charged about it. Yeah, I don't think those are the only options is either to be bitchy about it or like is to love it. I just feel like it's it's also not. Like, I'm going to challenge that Silky's creating good TV right now. Like, I don't actually think she's creating great TV. I think great TV is like seeing Nina, uh, you know, try to get on the show for nine years and then, like, freeze up and try to figure out how to get through that. To Uh me, that's more interesting TV. Um, And, like, I don't know. Those storylines have always been more interesting on Drag Race. I I guess that's the thing is, like, you could say, oh, Silky's, like, she's just creating – lots of content and it's like fun and it's meme worthy and, and it's exciting, but is it good TV? I, it depends on your taste in TV, I guess, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And all taste aside, it, at the same time, I love how we're all kind of deciding to watch this show about drag Queens and queer people. And we're getting a little annoyed by one of the contestants being extra as if we don't know that girl and don't know why she's acting like that. You know what I mean? Like, there's a, we know why she's acting like that. It could be nerves. It could be just her being excited. It's like, okay, maybe this will tone down. And if it doesn't, you know, I'll reserve my judgment. But, yeah, obviously, be annoyed if you're annoyed. But 
And at the same time, I'm also going to check myself because I'm like, well, they want me to be annoyed by Silky right now. Well, I think they're setting up a storyline here of of Silky probably having some... I'm. This is just assuming. I have no idea. I don't know any spoilers. But it would seem like there's there needs to be some kind of come to Jesus, it seems, with like... Silky on planet Silky and everybody else on planet Drag Race. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. It just seems like there's a longer storyline here. I don't expect it to just be, oh, Silky's just like super extra until everybody gets tired of her or she peters right. out. Like, I don't think right. it's that's the whole story. Um, so, like, yeah, reserving judgment on Silky as a contestant. But episode one, I was like, okay, guys, you made your point. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm good. Uh, I I don't know. It's kind of like, I love Aquina Queen's extra. I love Monique Hart. You know, she's extra. Yeah. But yeah, she was. That didn't, I don't know. I mean, I don't, the issue is not about being surprised or annoyed that queens are extra on Drag Race. Um, but there's extra and then there's like, then there's just team too much. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Which, again, you know, you're saying the edit probably showed... Uh, a rightful version I'm like well again there's so many there's so much footage here they are setting up conflict and it looks like they're setting up one between Ariel maybe Scarlet Envy and Silky Um, yeah because that's kind of where the conflicts were and maybe even Honey Davenport Um, Mm -hmm. so it'll be interesting to see how those dynamics play out um, and see if yeah if the storyline becomes like um, almost like a Eureka O'Hara situation where she's like, yeah, this is just who I am. I'm not going to apologize for it. You know? Yeah. Uh, we'll see. We'll see where that storyline goes. Um, I, I will say that the way that I'm going to cope if I'm ever feeling annoyed with Silky is I'm just going to picture that kid at the sleepover who comes from a family where they aren't allowed to drink soda or eat candy. Oh. And then they have like too much soda at 11.30 p.m. Mm-hmm. and they're that kid. And I'm like, right. all right, that's Silky not making right. much. But that kid usually like starts crying at like 5 o'clock in the morning and needs to go home. <laughs> and you have to go wake up the mom. Hey, so Silky, Silky's crying. Um, I, think so, I think Silky wants to go home. I think she's just like really overstimulated. <laughs> Yeah, I hear you. Um, I I do wish that we had a little bit more of some of the other queens, which uh, we'll talk about this episode, the queen stories that were just kind of muted this episode. And who knows, maybe that's because they're going to go longer or whatnot, but they're certainly getting Silky and Ariel uh, and obviously uh, Nina and Vanjie this episode um, and Soju, we saw a lot of them. So yeah, uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see where it goes. Yeah, I mean, it's so hard to tell in the first episode, but I feel like you know, Talking Heads is usually a good sense, or it seems like if you see a lot of a, you know one queen in the Talking Heads and they're particularly good at it, you think, okay, well, hopefully we get more of this. So in that respect, I hope we get a lot more of Akira because she's giving oh, yeah. me great Talking Head. Uh, yeah. And Honey Davenport as well. If she keeps wearing that adorable rocket popsicle shirt, uh, she has to. That's her talking uh, head look. That's I her love outfit. Those popsicles. Those popsicles are what makes summer summer to me. Yeah, yeah. I I don't think I would always get something like chocolate based. I would get like a king cone. Oh, <laughs> uh, a king cone for a queen. Uh. <laughs> Uh, and I love a chip witch. I love a chip witch. So, yeah, no, in the summer, I want, you know, ice and sugar. I don't want ice cream and chocolate. That's it's not... cold. It's got sugar. It's got ice. I don't know what you're talking about, girl. All right, Mary. It has milk, too. So 
Well, you can get the non-dairy version. <laughs> I hear you. Um, I just some final thoughts before we jump in. Uh, I, uh, you mentioned the Talking Heads as being a good example. Um, RuPaul, as well as Michelle, as well as Miley, this episode. And and Ross too. We're we're all talking about how we want to connect with you, the person, uh, and it just seems like Silky in the Talking Heads is very charming. Oh, I love Silky in the Talking Heads. Yeah, I mean that's, and I think that's like, yeah, like none of like I'm not criticizing again. I'm not criticizing Silky. I thought she was a little much on her first day, but in her Talking Heads, she's really fun to listen to, and she's got those baby's first glasses on. Yeah, and, yep, baby's first um, glasses. Yeah, <laughs> I love the way you know. I I feel like. To do a silky impression, you just have to say the word is spelt T H E W K Y, Thiuki. And I feel like <laughs> that's like that's how you access a silky impression, Thiuki. Um, yeah. And yeah, I love she gets it. names wrong. I like that she gets the names wrong. I yeah. think that's all very, very funny. And there's a lot of fire and personality there. It's just interesting that they're editing this storyline to make us annoyed so that I it'll be I all I'm saying is that I haven't decided if I'm annoyed by it because I don't know if I'm being manipulated or not sure sure it's the first episode and uh they're just setting things up she seems like a queen who's probably gonna stick around for a little while I hope so yeah Yeah. we'll see how it goes uh so with that Mary why don't we jump into episode one and unpack this whatcha unpacking episode and tell our Marys what they're listening to well they are of course listening to another episode of all right Mary all right, Mary. All right, Mary. Which is, of course, our podcast dedicated to all things Drag Race, the world of Drag Race, and the paradigm that RuPaul has created with this little beady beady TV show. I'm Johnny, and I'm just here to shock and suck cock. And I'm Colin, and I'm Thiuki. And... <laughs> Thiuki. Uh, and we are, I mean... We just finished All Stars 4. We are kicking off. Like, let's just let's just have our moment. Let's have our top of the stairs at the Oscars moment, Gwyneth. We are we are about to dive in for Oop. many weeks. Get gooped, girl. Many, <laughs> many weeks of yeah. season eleven. Like, this is we are gonna be talking about these queens. It could be like Gia Gunn forever, you know? Gia. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm excited. Uh we have some interesting content coming out. There's rumblings of another live show in New York, which I'm also really thrilled about. Grandma Goobies. Uh, yeah, Grandma Goobies. Mm. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Hopefully they serve mozzarella sticks. The last time I was there, they did. Ah, oh. well, and if it's a party, I hope Jennifer isn't there. Because <laughs> I don't want Jennifer pooping at our party. I can't get over how many Marys were like, oh, oh my God, that's it. Flula. Is that his and, name? And, and Flula has a podcast, and he's super hot. Yeah, yeah, he's... Uh, super hot. I don't know if I, I was going to say, oh, I'd Poop let him hot. poop at my party, but I wouldn't let anyone do that. <laughs> you like, and, that's yeah, you no and, one. Not even You'd Marco. have just a urinal in there. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> just to send a message. And the urinal yeah. will have like a little grate on the, on the drain. I don't want you to get creative <laughs> and think this is some kind of like wackadoo toilet some kind of oh, saddle Jesus. situation oh man uh so anyway mary uh before we jump in any big takeaways that you're looking for this episode that you're going to be talking about any kind of uh best supporting actress moments what's what what are some highlights before we dig in things to look forward to this episode as as we started doing in all stars four i will continue in season 11 to nominate best supporting actress micro moments 
throughout the episode. We've got some fun nominees this episode. Uh, I am, of course, trying to keep my eye on, like, who's given me, you know, narrator energy, who's given me pizza queen energy, mm-hmm. who's given me mom energy, uh, yeah. adults in the room. Like, the, I'm trying to start, not, like, figure it out already, but just kind of think about those things that make me kind of excited about a season of Drag Race is, like, those, those little nuances. I love it. Uh, those are great nuances to have. Uh, my favorite nuance uh, will I'll find one every episode, and this one came very very quickly. Uh, as if you are a sleuth, you probably heard in our opening theme song. I will be adding my favorite nuance. Uh, it will be a verbal nuance um, to the theme song moving forward for this season. Wow! Wow! Changing it up, like. <laughs> Keep you know, like it's a new season. Like, yeah. wait a minute, wait a minute, We're, wait a minute. Oh, Colin, and we are on Spotify now. Oh, that's the other thing, ladies. <laughs> it's like it's like when Drag Race went to VH1. We're on Spotify now. Go look right now. We're on Spotify. <laughs> Don't like stop listening, but it's a, yeah. I mean, it's great. I'm so excited. We're I, yeah. I'm gooped. I'm gooped. All I'm right. Gooped. So I have to say that I watched these entrances probably about six times uh, up until the episode aired. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like I'm like, ugh, these entrances, what do I have to talk about? And um, just sorry, just to mention, just kind of top of the episode, not to interrupt you, but we also, for Marys who don't know, did a hot takes episode oh, on right. Friday night after the Friday, no, Thursday night, Thursday night after, Thursday right night. after the episode. Um, and, you know, talked for about 45 minutes about the episode. And so, I mean... Just to mention, Marys who are not Matreons and would like to, you know, every once in a while, at least a couple episodes a month, we will be doing hot takes. Uh, Patreon.com backslash all right, Mary, to find out how you can get involved in that. Uh, But to your point, I do feel like, yeah, I feel like I've processed like elements of this, of like the looks, I processed the entrances, like between watching it multiple times and talking about it on the hot take. Like, yeah. I don't know what else to say. Miss Vanjie pulling a Luke and the Witches behind the screen, you know? Right. I love that. I mean, as if they... Uh, sorry. Either that was filmed later or first, all of the reactions of Vanjie. That's what I think happened. Like, yeah. They filmed her doing reactions and then edited them in because it's like, girl... She, <laughs> right. She's like, right over there. She's right there. <laughs> You know, because I feel like when they did that moment of like, do you think anyone's coming back? Oh, let's all say it together. It's like at this point, they've all seen her. So now they need to, okay, we need to like, (laughs) we need to do, we need to do something. It's like, it's like, uh, you know, when you're babysitting or you don't have any nieces, but, uh, you know, you, you know that your niece is like hiding in the cupboard. Mm -hmm. And so you'll be like, I wonder where Leah is. I miss her. Oh, Mm, she's gonna miss this mac and cheese. Right. And then she's and like, it, here I am. Here I am. <laughs> I wonder where Leah is. I can't find her. And then you just pick up the car keys and leave the house. <laughs> well, going on vacation now. <laughs> Off to Budapest. Oh God! See you in be, two weeks. It would be terrible if they were like, "Ugh, I hate Vanjie. She's the worst. Oh my she's God. such a bitch. I hope she's not on this. Could you right. imagine? Oh, <laughs> that would have been great." That would have been good TV. Yeah. (laughs) But I think, like, at this point, everybody was like, well, girl, come on. If Vanjie's not on this season. 
Right. Yeah. So w- let's start with Vanjie. I mean, I don't think we need to talk about all of these looks and these entrances. No. We can maybe do some highlights. Yeah. But I think Vanjie is worth talking about. So she's back. Is this going to be another Eureka O'Hara situation, a Shangela situation where they are going top four, top five? I expect Vanjie to go pretty far. I don't know. I, I don't. I can't tell yet. I have no idea if it would be like. To the end, I would imagine Vanjie. I'd love to see in Snatch Game, so I'd like to see her get past Snatch Game. Sure, because um, it's like, God, who's Vanjie gonna play? Like, I can't even like, I can't even figure out. But it's probably some perfect choice. But be- <laughs> with with the look and the voice and how different they are, I'm like, oh my God, who are you gonna do? Um, yeah. And frankly, I mean, I want her to. She's she's a great narrator. Yeah. Oh, she is a fabulous narrator. Not to mention, she uses the vernacular of Mary. Oh. And- I am all here for it. Yes. I am all here for it. I didn't start counting all of the Marys because I felt that was a little indulgent. But if there's any Marys that want to do a Mary count, we'll see if it continues. Because if that's part of her vernacular, I'm just like, girl, keep going, Mary. Well, you know, to me, and it's like, you know, and obviously we're not like, oh, look, she's talking about all right, Mary. I don't think that at all. (laughs) I just want more people to be like, say, using Mary. I think Mary, reclaim Mary. And so I'm happy for Vanjie to be doing that work on her own. Um, yeah. yeah, Vanjie, I mean, it's, she's an interesting, like, super narrator this episode. You know, like, she's really set up as kind of like, uh, you know, like your your girl in, in the, you know, she's like the Statler and Waldorf, you know, in the in the box, you know, giving you commentary. Um, right. There's this, um, there's also this kind of maturity to her because she's been there before and kind of has been thrust into fame very, very quickly. A lot of her talking heads are very... Uh, poignant especially when she's talking about soju i i just feel like we can trust her she's not unreliable and i feel like on season 10 she there was a a mercurial nature to her yeah i think that my either hope or prediction or what i'd love to see happen is for her to really feel similar to trinity taylor like the cool babysitter in the room you know sure oh yeah yeah like i think that's yeah Vanjie. Yeah. yeah girl i'm Vanjie. Yeah, I'm yeah. back with a vengeance. Yeah. Do you think do you think that she you know still thinks of her as Vanessa or is she now just Miss Vanjie? Oh, that's a good question. I feel like it someone brought up the Vanjie thing at some point in the workroom and I feel like and I can't remember, but I feel like she said something where she like recognized like okay, that moment has passed. Like time to move on from the Miss Vanjie Miss Vanjie right, thing. Right. Um like it's still well, part Miley of her didn't name. Do it, so. Yeah. <laughs> Miley We'll get into that. She's just being Miley. But She's just being Miley. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it was just like, oh, the kids' table's over there. You're going to need a wristband if you want to be here, <laughs> sweetheart. You know what I mean? Um, uh, well, I, you know, I, I, I do love her for her like epic lesbian iconness this episode. Like, yeah. There was, I was totally like, oh my God, you were like every lesbian I knew in college. And I was like here for it. She, now I, I don't know if this is true, but I've determined that this is true. I think there is this movie called Along Came a Spider. Uh, <gasps> do you know that one? The, based on that novel? Yes. Uh, the James, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Right, and right, right. I think it turns out that Monica Potter is actually the killer and she's in this like, Yes. She's, and she's in this like man drag, like a mustache Spoiler and glasses. I feel like that's, and I like vague memories of this because I didn't even see the movie. Um, I feel like that's what uh, Miley was giving me. She was giving me <laughs> Monica Potter in Along Came a Spider Realness. Oh, no. I mean, I, I hear you. There's, uh, there's, some, there's some other 
situation, uh, I mean, I immediately also thought of Beards on the Runway of season seven with uh, Kennedy Davenport because oh. it just kind of looked puby. Yeah, and it like it it didn't it was like not complete. It was so right. like, it was really <laughs> strange. Obviously, like it, it, I think they wanted to, the girls to figure it out pretty quickly. Of course, of course. But yeah, it was yeah, it was a strange. I I don't know if I I mean I know we're jumping around. I don't know if I needed the like Miley in the workroom as a crew member thing. Um, I would have been fine for her to just show up and visit, but whatever. Um, I thought that was a cute little gag. I think that was more for Miley and shock value and just to put a girl in drag on the show. You know, sure, not for no, nothing, I, Mary. Yeah, no, it's a drag right. show. You're so, right, girl. You're right. Yeah. Uh, so she's uh, <laughs> she did Hannah Montana in drag as girl drag, and now she's doing boy drag. I'm kind of like all here for that. And we got Duncan time. I okay? know. I know. Duncan and his big, big dick energy. I'm uh, all for it. I'd, I'd, like, I'd like him to be Duncan and my hiney. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Duncan Hines, who's Hines? Oh, my Hines. Oh, God. Oh, America fucks on Duncan. Yeah, right? <laughs> Man. Oh, what a hottie. Oh, yeah. Like to make Zaddy some over there. What'd you say? I'd like to make some munchkins with him. <laughs> Time to fuck the donuts. <laughs> oh, God. I love that. I yeah. love that. Donut holes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Glazed. No, donut. No, please do. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Donut come for me. No, yeah, please yeah, do. Please do. Yeah. Please do. Repeatedly. Come yeah. for me. <laughs> please do. Please do. Please do. <laughs> I feel like a Boston cream donut over here. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, oh, I love man. him. All right, all right. Yeah, all right, I right, wish right. we got some Sarge. <laughs> We're but back on track here. Oh, yeah. we didn't. We missed oh, yeah. Sarge in this episode. But yeah. Uh, um, let's, so, I, so some of these. Yeah, let's do some of these entrances. Yeah, uh, and your thoughts. I know in the hot take we talked about the interesting dichotomy of sugar coming in after Nina and forcing that conversation to happen where we have Nina who's basically the same age as sugar but has been doing drag for 17 years versus sugarcane has only been doing it for a year and a half yeah like the gag right. of that is gorgeous and then plastic tiara coming in it was a great little one two three you know uh -huh. i'd love to see the three of them on a team in a team challenge you know oh. like to see those dynamics of like season queen season performer newer queen young queen maybe seasoned and we don't know you know what i mean like right, we don't know right. what she's, well, she's done in her from repertoire. Dallas. she's from dallas so it's just kind of like okay so she's got that in her body you isn't, know what i mean I, isn't she Alyssa's drag daughter plastique uh that makes sense to me i think yeah. that's true I, yeah i do think that's true especially because yeah. she's from dallas um she of course is my my nuanced my verbal nuance of the week that laugh when she says yeah polished persistent and pussy <laughs> 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 it's like when you that. ask a baby how they like their strained peas. 
I love that so much. <laughs> oh God, what a clip! Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this was a, a good one, two, three. Um, I think Nina needed some help with the eleven legendary. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, after nine years, it's like, oh come on, girl, you had so many years to work on an entrance line. That one, that one gooped you. Uh, right, right. Like I think that she should. I who might have told Nina West what to do, but I feel Please like don't. <laughs> uh, I, I feel like uh, who's going to be the winner this season? All signs are pointing West. Something like that. Oh, I, I see. I see. I Nina's see. in the house. I, I, well, I, well, I, I hope you brought a sweet tooth <laughs> because Sugar Cane is going to win this competition. Right. I hope you brought a compass because Nina West is in the <laughs> motherfucking house. <laughs> um, you brought a compass. You say compass? Yeah, compass. I say compass. All right. Like well, come piss. Uh, yeah, I mean, I say both of those things, and I and I drink them too. No, just kidding. But, oh, girl. <laughs> no, girl, this isn't this isn't the hot take. That's this oh, for that's only the other thing. The hot takes, Mary. If you if you want things get filthy on the hot takes. Yeah, because it's late. Because <laughs> it was late, uh, and we only knew there was a limited group of people listening. So. Um, <laughs> It truly is only Mary's. Uh, I wanted to just mention, before we move on from these queens, I also just really enjoyed seeing the three of them, even just Sugar and Nina interacting, but even with Plastique, is like, they're just like three gentle queens. Like, they're all just like very yeah. gentle energies and being very yeah. polite and sweet with each other. Right. And I mean, you know, that's my, that's my, that's my gig. I'm into that. And Sugar Kane is so, like... I don't know how you can't like her as a person, you know? Yeah, there's there's a Thorgy Thor kind of uh, even a Shea Coulee kind of a peppermint uh -huh. kind of like warm welcome, you yep, know? Yep, I I think I hope Sugar sticks around for a long time if only because like I I just like Sugar Cane. I love you. <laughs> I love you. Sugar Cane, I love you. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Um, so moving on, um, some other highlights. Um, Scarlet Envy came in. I thought this was a, a, a point to kind of stop on because her look was so jarring. Yeah. I I mean, like. I didn't love it. I didn't love fair? it. And I don't think this is that we didn't get it. I just don't. I feel like. I didn't get to watch all of Fashion Photo Review, but I feel like if it's Raja and Aquaria, if they don't love it, then it's like, okay, well, I trust your judgment because you're smart cookies. And I don't think they loved it. So this seemed, it, it seemed incomplete. Uh, and, and then when I saw what she did on the runway, it's like, oh, girl, you made that and then you came in with this. And I'm just kind of like... Yeah, Whoa. I if you made that, I hope you make everything this season. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hope you make better choices. I mean, I just didn't. I, I the, the entrance look. I mean, it seemed like there was a concept there, but like, I don't know. I just it just was very strange. I And I almost felt like if she was kind of acting more Tammy Brown, if she was being a real kook, then I think oh, I sure. would kind of like be on board with this wackadoo drag. But right. it seemed like she wasn't in on how weird it looked. I don't know. Yeah, it was more Pearl in the sense of like uh, yeah. just kind of dim. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I certainly felt like her runway was an improvement because I, I mean, I just kind of expected from the entrance. And honestly, I wasn't really living for Scarlett's personality. She has what I call Hell's Kitchen jaw tension, you know, <laughs> like. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I, I won't say fair uh, about Scarlet Envy because we don't know Scarlet Envy, yeah. but that is a fair assessment of uh, Hell's Kitchen. Sure. Hell's There's Kitchen that jaw, jaw tension. Like, yeah. It's like, like what is it? Ooh, I got I to gotta be on all the time. I got to insult you the minute I can, you mm-hmm. know? What is it? Bottoms up vodka soda. There's like the yes, top. Yes, so yes. So my bar would be Hell's Kitchen <laughs> jaw tension. <laughs> TMJ. Yeah, TMJ. <laughs> And it really stands for the most juge. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, the, yeah. The most, the most juge. I don't even know how to. Yeah, J U J Z juge. J U S H juge. Juge. I yeah, guess well, like you know, you know why I'm saying that because I was trying to think of how to spell the word juge, like when you juge your sleeves. Oh right, right. <laughs> like the other day, I was trying to think of how to say juge. Juge, how to but spell you, it. Anyway, right. uh, one of our Marys will tell us the IPA uh, writing, and, and they'll, we'll, we'll, it'll be great. It'll be great. Um, moving, moving right along. Um, before we have other queens come in, Akira Davenport, when she came in and started spelling. In in my head, I went, okay, tap it out, Akira. Tap I it tap out, it Akira. out, Akira. <laughs> tap it out, Akira. Tap it out, Akira. <laughs> I think somebody even posted something, maybe on Reddit, with like an Akira and the B reference. Like they, oh, they, fabulous. They, sing, they they put in like the the audio of Akira tap uh, spelling, and it's just jumping rope. Oh God. <laughs> tap it out, Akira. That's a. It makes me feel good when I see an Aquila and the Bee reference. Oh, I yeah, no, that warms my heart. It's a sleepy time movie for me. Mm-hmm. Love that movie. Yeah, and um, I also yeah, just want to say I just really like Akira. I liked when she said, "Yeah, I'm a pageant girl," and like people have their opinions about it. She's like, "I know I'm going to change. I'm going to try to change your mind about it. I know that." Like, it's interesting. I I mean, people have opinions about it still after Trinity and after Kennedy. Yeah, it's it's and, crazy. And Alyssa Edwards. It's like, girl, do you not get that? Like, it's just an entrance into drag. Mm-hmm. And I kind of think, in some ways, it's like use it to your advantage, right? Like, to to quote Tatiana, think that, feel that, feel that. and later, yeah. <laughs> I don't know the rest of the quote. I just like, and later. <laughs> I know you always end it. Because I don't know how to finish it, but I just love like the implication of like dot, dot, dot. Pause, pause, pause. <laughs> um, uh, what did yeah. you make of Evie Oddly? Okay. I mean, I love the entrance music. I just loved that kooky dookie music. Sure. Um, there's something about the, okay, this is, I know this is weird and I just couldn't place it, but um, things have taken an odd turn. The way she says that, it reminds me of some like, evil little girl character from like a kid's show or a movie and I can't place what it is and I'm, okay. I'm putting the, the bat signal out to our Marys like mm. does she give is it am I just remembering something only I know you know what I mean or is this like something other people are picking up yeah uh, I don't know what you're talking about but I did love I think it was Akira says uh, well she's in Slytherin oh I think Honey <laughs> said that yeah yeah, honey, yeah. that was great that was really cute um, I mean, I I love Evie. I just I'm so excited by her. I think she's, I just think she's great. I I just want her to stick around like Sugar like as long as possible because I just like having her on my TV. Oh yeah. Oh the same. I'm rooting for Evie. Uh, Eve, uh, as I might keep saying, mm-hmm. um, yeah, she is. She is great TV. She has a great energy about her, uh, and I love her laugh. So oh god, I love that laugh, and she yeah. just Evie, I. She, I mean, that that's some big dick energy, like through and through, <laughs> like just 
just uh I like I I tempted to Mountain believe that man. the boa was actually just her dick, you know? <laughs> Well, there's such a confidence about her uh, and it, like a beautiful uh, understanding of herself that also adds to that energy where I just kind of want to please you, you know? Yes, yeah. Like, just keep giving me those Jeremy Sisto vibes and I'll just keep. <laughs> and I'll just, yeah. Girl, I'll you're the rest. reference queen this episode. Oh. Jeez, I'm into it. Yeah. Oh. Reference queen, reference queen. Reference queen. Yeah. Um, so Silky comes in. I thought she had a great line. The munch, munch, crunch, crunch. Silky's here to eat the lunch. And then she ate the fucking cookie. It was yeah. great. Now, um, I, I kept imagining yeah. there's like other cookies and there are pieces of cookies that are like under her boobs that she just like can't get to. Like backup cookies. I imagine <laughs> she's got backup cookies, you know. Backup um, cookies. Yeah, I'm into backup it. Cookies. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Does she pick the soft, chewy Chips Ahoy or is it like the hard ones, you know? Right, right. Like, is there like a Samoa in there? Right. Or and ha- do they melt? Oh, <laughs> you know, she's got some crumbled pecan sandies under a left boob just not coming out. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know what I love? Just speaking of like packaged cookies, because, <clears throat> you know, why not take a moment? I love the... um. Uh, the ones with the like the rainbow chip ones, like the it's like the Keebler brand, like the chocolate chip cookies with the big like M M&M and M kind of. Oh yeah, Keebler, yes, yes. Uh, I know what you're talking about. The rainbow cookies, you the love rainbow those? chip cookies. Those are so effing good. Oh man, well you know <clears throat> what? I probably would have guessed that because I know you like funfetti cake. Yes, I like a, I like a colorful crunch. So you like very and it's not only a colorful crunch, but it's also very sweet. Yeah, it is. I mean, I feel like what I also like about the rainbow cookies is there's something about the cookie itself. It's not shortbread, but there's something about it that like it it doesn't taste. It sweet. is shortbread. It is shortbread. Is that it's what it very, is? It... It's very trefoil from Girl Scout cookies. Yes. Like, there's that gorgeous taste, and there's this there's a crunch, but it melts so quickly. Yeah, it's more buttery than sweet. Yeah. So I feel like that's yes. what helps. Yeah. All yeah. right. Well, silky, you're buttery and sweet. Yeah, fuky. <laughs> Um, Um, Any any other entrances you want to talk about here? Um, I guess I just want to say, um, let's see. Oh, I I just, this isn't so much, I guess it's sort of an entrance, but it's really our first Best Supporting Actress nominee. Okay. Uh, And that is, of course, it's when Raj O'Hara is entered and her earrings are falling off and we cut to a talking head of of sugarcane. And when she says, staple that shit to your ear, girl, like... (laughs) I just like that was just so funny to me when she was just like, yeah, "Stable that shit to your ear, girl." It's so like, it's so sweet and true and shady. Uh, I just made, I just, it was so endearing that I was like, "Oh yeah, BSA, Sugarcane, first episode." I hear you. I think another moment that I want to highlight in these entrances is this Act One gun of Ariel Versace, where I, I, I think she's going to be something of a villain, maybe. I'd love to be proven wrong, obviously. Yeah. But yeah. when she says, I get really bitchy in pageants, I'm like, oh, okay, so you're telling us exactly what we need to know about you. Yeah, yeah, like, you know, when people tell you who they are, like, believe them. I feel yep. like she's, <clears throat> you know, it's interesting because she she said something similar to what you said of, like, I'm, I think she was talking about Soju, and she was like, I know Soju. Like, I basically, I don't really see her as a performer, but I'm interested in seeing how she's going to prove me wrong. Right. Which I think is like a not bitchy approach. Like, I think that's being very fair of like, yeah. I have this opinion, but hey, prove me wrong, girl. Like, right. I'd love to see it. And so 
I'm not I'm not put off by Ariel. I, I think I like the Jersey vibes. I can't lie. Like Oh, she, there is totally that connection and I do know her. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh-huh. I do and, know that gay that yeah. isn't for that is from South Jersey, you know? Right. Like definitely like works at a salon in the King of Prussia Mall. Right. And, yeah. Right. And commutes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Totally. Yeah. And like obviously, you know, as we, we, we talked about in the Hot Takes episode, we also have another observation of Ariel Versace. But if you want to know what that is, you can <laughs> go to patreon.com backslash all right, um, Mary. I will be calling her Ariel Versace or Ariel uh, or Ariola. Uh, there'll yeah, be some Ari- names, but Versace yeah. for sure, because it's like, how can you not? It's, it's right there. It's almost a shame that she didn't use Ariel Versace. Like, yeah, that, totally. That's a great drag name. Yeah. To, to do something like, have, have your last name be Versace. Versace. Yeah. Because then there's like the jersey in there, you know? Yeah. Like, you're, <laughs> then you're kind of like not knowing how to pronounce the label. You're being this like fake label queen. Yeah. Right, right. Totally. Um, um, yeah, I, any, I anything else? Yeah. Oh, I just wanted to mention, it's sort of like at the end of the entrances, it's once, um, I guess Soju came in last, yes. and then Silky does, oh, we want to catch you up, and she does the attitude check, fuck you, bitch. But if you watch, Ariel doesn't know what's going on, because they <laughs> did this before she came in as well. <laughs> so she doesn't say anything. And it reminds me of like RuPaul during Tatiana's um, performance in All Stars 2, when she didn't remember the words. Oh, yeah. She's like, what you... What you, oh, you right. want to do is it? We're gonna want to do. No, 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 yeah, it's uh, what you see isn't always isn't, the truth. Isn't always the truth. Say it with me. What yeah, you and, this, see. and that's where RuPaul kind of like <laughs> olive oil tuna fish is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, what you see. Um, I I have been saying for the past three days, and this is to just the charmingness of Soju, but I've been saying. So juicy, shake, 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 like over and over and over in my head and sometimes out loud. And it's kind of a problem now. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's we're going to start a, a jar. And every time, every time she does it. So juicy, shake, shake, shake. I shake, love shake, that. Shake, shake, um, shake. Um, yeah. That would be I mean, she should. Uh, I don't know. She should have like, I don't know, those like mixer bottles that people mix like protein shakes in. She should brand them as like soju shakes and have it say on there. So juicy, shake, 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 shake. shake. <laughs> Love it. You gotta, you gotta brand yourself. You, you know, you can't just be all about your the cyst on your taint. You know, <laughs> she's a sister. <laughs> yeah, ayo cyst. Yeah, ayo fifth. Um, resist. <laughs> resist. <laughs> resist. <laughs> resist. Uh, hey, Thor, fifther. Um, <laughs> so uh, we have this photo challenge. Um, with Albert Sanchez, which sounds like a sex move to me. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, Albert Sanchez. That's just that sounds like someone just taking a polite poop on your chest. You know what I mean? <laughs> Jennifer. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, oh my god. Albert Wait, Sanchez. can I can I just pause? Did you watch the Jennifer poops at parties video though? You watch the whole thing <laughs> no, Mary. of what he says. Is it over by the the gifts and the food and the punches bowl? I. <laughs> You have to watch it. It's so okay, I will. funny. I will. It's so fucking funny. I will. I will. Uh, I did ball. watch. I did watch footage from uh, that interview that he has on Twitter, and I'm like, okay, this he could do whatever he wants at my party. Oh yeah, totally. I just take it to the upstairs bathroom, though. You know, <laughs> not by the punches ball. You know. Oh, I'm dying. All right. Uh, um. Uh, so this photo challenge with Albert Sanchez. Oh um, yeah. 
So, so. I, I, we don't have to go through any of them. I have some highlights here. Uh, I do too. I think it's cool. That, again, I love that they bring back like seasoned queens. I love that. I, you know, keep it in the family, make it fun, make it a, a an event. They did this last season with all of the, you know, we had that tempest moment. So we get some mm-hmm. more time with these girls. It's great. I love how I love game it. Jasmine is. Oh my God. Wait, what did she say? Um, Take me to dinner later. Olive, Olive Garden, Garden Whore. <laughs> Olive Garden Whore. God, put that on a tote bag. I know. Take Olive me Garden to dinner whore. later. All, or just Olive Garden Whore. Olive Garden Whore. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag Olive Garden Whore. Yeah. That was uh, one of my highlights is when she I just like jumps up from behind the couch after Sugar pretended she wasn't there. Hey, Sugar. Right, right. Yeah, so Sugar didn't see her two minutes earlier. <laughs> right, right, yeah. right, 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 right. I also love when Raven enters. No, when Raja enters and just goes, hey, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> It's so aggressive. Hey, bitch. <laughs> I'm your auntie Raja. Yeah. <laughs> Raja. She it was is, great. Uh, it was great. Raja. Raja is something. I, can't, Raja is I something. cannot wait to do season three again. Just to like. I've been watching know, it. Season three. I've been watching oh, yeah. it. it. There is a lot to navigate, Mary. Yeah. That's going to be a really fun season. to navigate. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, another moment that I loved uh, with Nina and Raven. They were having such a good time. That's what I love about mini challenges is when mm. they're having a good time and it's genuine. And this was so much joy when Nina's like, oh, doesn't look like she needs to eat, but and right, there right. and Raven is like, oh, and, and RuPaul's like, oh, yeah. It it kind of felt like you know when Ru would talk to Bianca, it was like these were a bunch of contemporaries. Yeah. It's Nina yeah. West, Raven, and RuPaul. It's like, oh, we're all season queens. Yes. Like it's it was it's kind of like in some ways it's like you, this is how you want all stars to feel. It's like oh, we're just a bunch of like we're having a good time, queens, having a good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're having a good um, time. I just want I I loved it was I love to see Ginger Minge again and I love when she did pose mama pose yeah that was I was like oh I love Ginger I I haven't you know Ginger she was in that movie Dumplin and then there's something else I feel like she's been in recently mm. or was on I just feel like Ginger Minge is you know she's doing stuff yeah Danny DeVito out of drag yeah um another moment uh is silky and mariah i mean this picture actually really was fabulous yeah mariah is gorgeous that one shot of her like holding the drink and smiling Uh, i was like i mean basically and we talked about this a bit with grizzly kiki in the all-stars five fantasy cast episode uh y'all should go listen to that uh on grizzly kiki uh but it, it i definitely felt like a lot of these queens coming back you know for this this challenge it was like All-Stars 5? Yeah, All-Stars 5 here? Yeah. Derek Barry, Delta Work, Adore even. Adore. I was like, oh, Adore. That was surprising. Sonique, Angina. I mean, even Farah. I do have to Even And she was funny. She was great. Uh, I'm scared. Uh, (laughs) I do have to say, um, Delta Work is our next Best Supporting Actress nominee. Oh, great. She she is the Beatrice Strait of the episode. She made a very (laughs) small piece of... uh, of screen time go a long way. I just think she was so funny with that, like the polite smile of like, okay. And then when Ruse, like when she said, I, uh, I think somebody needs to be in the driver's seat here. I just, <laughs> I could watch Delta work all day. She's just, she's great. My, my runner up for putting in the theme song was when it's during, uh, Kahana and Derek and, uh, RuPaul says, oh, okay, alcoholism. Yes, I wrote that down too. Okay, alcoholism, yeah. 
Uh, my other favorite, and I think this kind of one for me, um, was the whole photo shoot with between Evie and Adore, which I thought was like fabulous. Yeah, it was like as if if Dragula girls were on Drag Race, this is what it would feel like. Oh, I you hear know? you. Yeah. All right, bitch. Let's vibe. get angry. You know what? I I I don't know if you have uh, thoughts on this, but were you waiting for a different answer after she says, "Well, what are you mad at?" Yes, yes, yes. I th- I kept thinking she was going to make some joke like my father. Or something oh, because like I had. I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at the dirt. Oh. And I and I had you've made the wrong decision. <laughs> I also had Manila was robbed. <laughs> and I also had bread is bad for you. <laughs> and then my last one, peanut allergies. <laughs> Question vaccinations. <laughs> vaccinations cause autism. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Oh, um, chaos and <laughs> grunge. I love it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I uh, I really enjoyed them. I felt like, yeah, I would have. I would love to see more queens like that in the cast who were like that kind of energy. Um, I also, I feel like the, I think my favorite photo, I mean, it was obviously a quick moment, but my favorite photo was definitely Brooklyn and Angina. Oh, it was, that, it was really sweet. Brilliant. It was really it was sweet. so good. It was really sweet. Um, what did, uh, what did Rue say? Oh, <laughs> officer and a gentle queen. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. I thought that was, it was just a great shot. And yeah. God, I mean, not to jump the gun, but like Brooklyn fucking Heights. I know. I mean. I know. Brooklyn fucking Heights, in and out of drag. Yeah. Like, killing it. Killing it. Yeah. Oh, and that kind of segues into that next, uh, the next kind of. Part of the, oh, the show is when they yeah. when we when they all get out of drag and see each other, uh, yeah. And there's that cute moment with Vanjie and uh, and Brooklyn and Brooklyn's like, well, oh, I think Vanjie's very handsome. She's very polite and Canadian <laughs> about it. Oh no, I definitely think Vanjie's <laughs> trade. Sure, I just like oh, sure you I, can uh, you can get down in my area. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. You can you can choke on my enormous Canadian cock. Absolutely. Yeah. Mary, you gotta. Ooh, you need to get laid, Mary. <laughs> Well, jokes on you, Mary. I have, but I, you know, I, I definitely Brooklyn. I could, uh, yeah, I, I could walk her promenade. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> the Canadian puns we did. Anyway, oh, that's oh, yes. God. Also missed on the hot take is a series of Canadian puns. <laughs> um, yeah. Um. So I. So in terms of like the pit crew bringing in the luggage and this whole thing, I'm wondering if you thought there was any luggage that was missing, like uh, other queens that we should have seen some aesthetics from. I mean, I thought it would have been really funny if they had a Shangela box and it was just Shangela <laughs> in there. <laughs> <laughs> think of that. Oh my God. Yeah. That's brilliant. Um, <laughs> I also obviously would like them, I mean, of course, to have a Nicole Page Brooks box so they can finally find that 5 by 7 of Shauna Brooks. <laughs> Send them all home. Send them all home. It's just like acrylic toenails, a bathing suit, so delusion. <laughs> delusion. And a 5 by 7 of Shauna Brooks. Um, I thought they were definitely missing a Trixie Mattel box. I was expecting a Trixie Mattel box, and then I wondered, is... Well, no, and, there were, and, and they could have put things. a guitar in there. <laughs> they could have put what? A, a little car. A, a, no, a guitar. Oh, a guitar. Because oh. <laughs> she oh, got she a guitar. Oh, she gets a guitar. Yeah. <laughs> the Thorgy box does not have a cauldron in it. Yeah. 
totally. Um, I also thought an interesting one that uh, would have been great is to have a vivacious luggage. Yes, I I think if there were, and if it was like a way to do a look using lots of like club kid uh, th- cones and yeah. graphic stuff, like I think that would have been really cool. Um, and a challenge, and- but also like something that we would have then, I mean, we got Brooklyn Heights on the runway, which was great. And I think there was, there was something else missing. Like all of the girls kind of did these easy gowns. And I, I just think there was a level of... Art artistry that was missing and I think a, a vivacious box could have brought that I agree I mean I think that like it could have easily replaced like a Katya box yeah like, I don't feel like Katya is not like a, a, an aesthetics queen you know um <laughs> shade fuck my drag. well she's well she's not like <laughs> she's not a queen that I'm like oh she has this like specific look she's yeah I hear doing, you yeah you know Russian so, yeah sometimes she does like ugly drag because it's just like why yeah. not she wears jellies on the runway yeah jellies and prints and weird weird hair yeah yeah um, the only other idea I had is if they did an Asia Hara box and it was just full of dead bodies. Oh my god! Oh my god! I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. Ugh, I love it. Um, yeah, Jinx Monsoon. I also thought has an aesthetic that could have been um, included here. Uh, oh, that could have been interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying. To, I mean, I think milk that would have been really cool. Oh, okay. Milk. Like, I mean, I think it's like also about like boxes that are like yeah that have challenges you know like i think right, right. violet tchotchke isn't really a challenge because it's like plastique was like oh my god i could make anything work yes, in that box right um but i think it would be fun to see like yeah like an adore delano box yeah you know, where it's that would have been really cool right yeah i hear you um so anyway we got what we got um i thought the best box probably to get was uh either peppermints or I would say detox, just because of how iconic those those materials are. Yeah, I agree. I feel like with a detox one, because everything is all like you know neon and and whatnot, like you can kind of create anything, and it's already going to have like a hint of detox in it. Right, and same uh, with peppermint. You know, I, yeah, and you know peppermint. I I I don't know if that's a queen that I think of as like oh she has like signature looks. You know, so that was kind of surprising to me too. Um, I wasn't mad at it. Yeah. But. Yeah, I mean, there was uh, obviously there. Some of them were more iconic than others, but um, otherwise, uh, in terms of some of the notes I have before the runway or before uh, more things happen, before Miley happens, um, I just kind of felt like it was a default for the girls to make a swimsuit and then build some sort of dress around it. Yeah, you know what that makes me think of is, and the judges have talked about this when a queen just does like a bodysuit and a corset. Yeah. That's kind of what I saw on the runway here. And I was like, well, I don't know. That's kind of why I respected the ballsiness of Soju to be like, yeah, no padding, no cinching and no heels. And and just kind of like, yep, I'm going to do this. And it's going to be my Korean heritage. And it's the first dress I've ever made. Yeah, I mean, I guess I would say this. Like, I I do feel like this, you know, this came up with Nina and with Soju where it's like, oh, I, you know, Nina has... You know, she can sew. She's just not good at it. And Soju is her first dress. I feel like it does feel really strange to still hear that in, like, season 11. Like, especially knowing it's the first challenge, like, likely the first challenge is a design challenge. Yeah. It just seems so strange to me at this point that, like, you wouldn't come, like, fully prepared or prepared enough to get through that challenge. To do one pattern. Like, get great at one pattern. I mean, you know, who knows? But uh, who knows what really was the issue and what 
things were going on, but obviously Soju had trouble making that dress work, and who knows if heels would have helped or whatever. But yeah, Vanjie gives us yeah. that warning, uh, which I, you know, uh, obviously when she said that, I'm like, I think I texted you after that, and I said, oh yeah, Soju's going home. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, you know, they had definitely the act one guns of Soju not being a performer, Ariel questioning her on that. Yeah. Um, and I think just, you know, there was just that once somebody says, oh, I've never done a dress before, or once somebody says, oh, well, if I do this, then I won't have to pad or do this or that. Right. You know, it's the editing is kind of like, well, she deserves to go home, I mean, even did, though she is so sweet. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. It's like when they called out Coco, like, what are you doing out here with no padding and no corset, you know? Oh, that was um, Chi-Chi. Oh, Chi-Chi, that's what I mean, yeah. It's one of my favorite Michelle yeah, quotes. Yeah, great. So tell, me, so tell me what you're doing out here in a bathing suit with, with a belt and no corset. <laughs> so tell me what you're doing oh, out here in a bathing quote. suit with a belt and no corset. Oh, it's a great, <laughs> that's a great, like, beach bag, like a beach tote. Yeah. That would be a great okay, beach Okay, Mary, tote. all right. You're, tell uh, me what you're doing out here in a bathing suit with a belt and no corset. <laughs> um, I, I just want to give a big shout out to Vanshee's cat hat. Oh, I don't think I noticed. So that. she's wearing it backwards, and there's the cat ears on top. Oh, throughout this whole scene, like, yeah. Oh, yes, because I feel like there's a shot of her. She does this kind of like Jim Halpert, like breaking the fourth wall into the camera uh, in the scene at some point, right? Where she's like drinking her drink and like looking directly into the camera. I don't remember that, but um, I know that she's wearing this cat hat. You just you watch it again, you'll see she's I think wearing it the whole that's time. That's the scene. I'm, I can picture that scene. I can picture the cat hat in that shot. Yeah. Um Oh, you know, you mentioned before like did you expect a joke to end differently when Vanjie was kind of warning Soju about using all that tool when she said last time I had that much tool I expected it to be a joke. Like last time I had that much tool, I was sitting on a donut for a week. Like I thought it was going to be a dick joke. And she was just like, I was in the bottom too. It's like, we know, we know it's your whole storyline. up until now. She missed, she missed the, the joke opportunity. That's okay. She's, she's being, you know, serious Vanjie reflecting. I think she was very nervous this episode. Oh yeah. yeah, I thought that was well. She 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 corrected. She said, "Well, I'm not nervous. I'm just anxious." anxious. I'm yeah. like, "Well, Suzanne Barsh, black holes are in space." <laughs> so, <laughs> flat bananas, uh, flat bananas, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, flat banana, flat bananas are the Gia gun uh, of of quotes, and it's going to come up every episode. Flat bananas. Um, I do love uh, honey. Talking about Silky when she was having trouble focusing, um, Honey says she's making her way around the workroom during her same boom cat cat. I'm just like, I love that. The boom cat oh, cat. I wrote it down. She said, so not only is Silky not happy with what she got, which is what she chose, but she's making her way around the workroom doing all of her same boom boom cat cat that she did since, she's, since she walked in the door. Uh, I did that wrong. Sorry, I'm Valerie Cherish. Uh, oh, sorry, gotta did get it right. Wrong. It's Hollywood. You gotta get it right. But she's making her way around the workroom, doing all of her same boom boom cat cat since she walked in the door. Silky, she probably had over to her peppermint box and figured out how she's gonna sweeten up this runway. Oh, brilliant! Come on, honey, get you gotta give Come it on, to her. Honey. You gotta give it to her. Got- hope you brought a sweet tooth because yeah. honey's in the motherfucking house. <laughs> uh, I hope you brought uh, an EpiPen because <laughs> yeah, because your honey allergy is about to. 
I hope Fuck you. Shit I up. hope you don't choose agave nectar and you have honey. <laughs> <Yeah>. and, so. <laughs> right. I hope you know the disastrous effects of palm oil farming because money Davenport's on the motherfucking house. You know, if bees go instinct, we're fucked. So <laughs> <laughs> we're fucked. This is a social justice corner moment. Honey Davenport becomes some PSA about bees. <laughs> you know what I'm worried about is the bees. <laughs> Cut to the hive with Latrice and Manila oh, and Trinity. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Trying to spell erythromycin. <laughs> this is what the bees are doing. Uh, release uh, the bees. Release um, the bees. <laughs> anyway, um, Miley, Miley, we get that whole thing with Miley and obviously Duncan and his big dick. Um I just, oh, yeah. I, again, I love how dykey Miley is. And I love, I, I'm going to call her dykey because uh, I, I love that word. I think it's it's fine. But she's giving me this just like lesbian vibe. It's really fabulous. She's kind of like, and I would love to talk to some lesbians about this. But, you know, like you can like you can tell when like there's a lot of qualities that you can tell. Oh, that guy's probably gay. Like you can talking to me, you can tell I'm gay. I think that there are flaming lesbians oh. and there are certain qualities that are like, yes, really like, oh, like there's this one girl I work with where I'm like, same. Oh, you have you have such a lesbian voice same. and I am comforted by a lesbian voice. I'm like, oh. I feel safe. Yes, but yes, um, yes, completely. This is not a dig. A lesbian voice is music to my ears, right. but it's real. No, it's definitely there. It's definitely there, and I yeah. feel safe for sure. Yeah, there are a few people I trust in the room more than the lesbian in the room. Yeah, right. Very few. You know what Very I mean? Very few. Right, and yeah. it's usually like a cat or a, a dog. Yeah. Yes, it's like a cat, a dog, a lesbian, a mom. Any combination of those is right. fine too. Right. You know, <laughs> a lesbian cat mom. <laughs> Uh, um, one, one little nuance I loved, we have, uh, Nina West saying, Hannah Montana's in the room? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I feel like all the queens who are talking about Hannah, like, Miley being in the room were like, yeah, Miley was in the room. I, I, I couldn't really get to her, but she was there. <laughs> I got a quick hug yeah, at the end. Yeah. And apparently... Apparently not everybody even recognized who Miley Cyrus was. Like, I don't think Soju knew who Miley Cyrus was. Yeah, you know, it was funny. There was one shot, and I don't know if necessarily meant if she didn't know who she was or maybe just wasn't that interested, but even though she has, Evie has a talking head about how it's so great that she was right. there, and I think she was more observing that, like, she was being very genuine, and it's cool that she was there. But there's a shot where, like, they when Miley's there talking where it cuts to like Evie, like over at the makeup state, you know, at her makeup station getting ready. And I, I'm curious about the Queens who are like, Miley, I'm really glad you're here, but like, bitch, I got to get ready for my first runway. Like, I, I just, I can't right now. Like I did not, I did not RSVP to this party in the USA. It was like that moment. What? When uh, Cameron Michaels like had zero time for one of the guests. Oh, yes. I think it was um, – maybe it was an untucked. Was maybe it, when... it wasn't Vanessa Hudgens, was it? No, it was someone else who came back there and was like – maybe it was Chris. No, it wasn't no. Christina. It was somebody. Uh, and they, I got to look this up. It was like mid-season. And she was like, yeah, I can't. I got to go. I wonder. Uh, season 10. Um, yeah, season any 10. other any other uh, nuances you found or, or points to talk about for this? 
Um, I do want to just mention, like, when Kahana was talking about, like, trying to make a look that was similar or, like, tied in Katya, like, finding where they had parallels of both being dancers or giving a dancer energy or both being gymnasts. It just made me think of, like, her saying, well, we both like soup and snow peas. (laughs) Right, right. We could talk or not talk. It was like, girl, like, it was it was kind of sweet how she had she she thought she had to, like, bring Katya into her look, (laughs) you know? Yeah, there's a, a sense of Jade being like, oh, I have to be yes. Oprah. Yes, yes. Oh, it um, was Lena Dunham. Just... Oh, of course it was Lena Dunham. Of course. Of course it was Lerna Dunham. <laughs> it was Lerna Dunham. Good. I'm glad she ignored her. I don't like her. Oh, Lena you don't Dunham. like her? Oh, okay. um, no, I don't think I do. Um, I don't know if she's canceled, but she's definitely getting like a mid-season replacement. <laughs> uh, but I um, – Oh, I think the only thing I wanted to say was there something else I wanted to say. I don't remember. Uh, uh, it was just about um, uh, Queen's kind of, uh, you know, putting together. Oh, we both have these two things in common. We both like soup. Right. Oh yeah. Oh, no, here's what I wanted to say. It was about Kahana. Um, this isn't. This is going to sound shady, but I feel like Kahana. Am I? I know you're supposed to say Kahana and be like seductress, Kahana. but I think it's also maybe like Kana. Um, in any Kalua? event, I'm not sure I'm saying it correctly. Kalonic? Yeah. Yuwa? Yeah. Um, Kalonic? Uh, anyway, I don't want to think about Kahana getting a Kalonic. E- the missing tooth either makes her hotter or less hot, and I'm leaning towards hotter. Agreed. Like, I think that it's this, like, wabi-sabi quality that I really like, of, like, there's something out of place on this, like, otherwise classically Gorgeous. hot, stunning right. guy. Right. And I kind of love. Well, yeah, that. because it shows. I, I, you know, Miley said it perfectly. Actually, you know, got to give it to Miley. But in Untucked, she says, uh, and so I think no matter what you what you should try to uh, try to allow people at home to see themselves in you, and no one sees mm-hmm. themselves in perfection because nobody is. It, yeah, I totally agree yeah. with that, and I feel like I. I, you know, and someone had tweeted us that like Kahana is actually a lot more charming right. in when in performance and in person than we were seeing the first right. episode. And I could see glimpses of that. Oh yeah. And oh, completely. She, Are you kidding? Me? She is very. She is very charming. They have to like make I, it I, makes sense too. The the wide yeah. audience of like why this because you know you got to send people home. It's just how it has to go. It's how this the, yeah. the competition is made up. So yeah, it's unfortunate. Uh, but that's you. you that's why you got to go see these queens perform. Yeah, yeah, and and or you know, and if you can't do that, like, there's so much on YouTube. It's oh, just right. like it's. I think it's like that realization of like, oh yeah, no one is just their first. You know what they do in the first episode, and I know I was like reading, oh Kahana's look or whatever. It's like, I something tells me I'm only seeing ten percent of Kahana. <laughs> well, and I'd like, like to, to see, see more. Yeah, I'd like to see a whole lot more. <laughs> yeah. Um, just to kind of point out again this point that I was making early on. We have this advice from Miley about breathing and Dolly Parton. She's always herself. And she's like, I fall in love with the personality. She even says later, like, I don't care what you say. I want to or what you're what you're going to look like next week. I want to know what you're going to say next week. And it just reminded me of the Silky edit because we have Silky like saying some really outlandish, funny things. I, I guess the question is, is is Silky being herself or is she nervous? Because uh, here I am at home being like, well, I'm getting this message from RuPaul and Michelle and 
the judges and Miley about being yourself and how important that is. And Silky's here being herself, or is she? Maybe this isn't herself. Maybe this is a nervous, frantic energy. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm going to be watching in the next few episodes. You know, at least certainly the next one of like, now that the first day has passed, now that Silky's made it through one episode, maybe like maybe she's acclimated to this all a little bit and she maybe can read the room. Like Silky's a smart cookie, no pun intended. <laughs> so I feel like she can read the room. Yeah. Uh, she ho- she hosts a brunch. I feel like there, there's that sense of like, it's not like Silky is like, I don't get the sense that she's totally unaware. No. Um so I'm keen to see what happens. I, I I think the fact that she's so charming in her talking heads tells me like that's who she is, right. and 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 who that is is still extra and funny and big and all that, and that's great. Um, I'll be interested to see how much episode one enthusiasm tempers by episode sure. two. Sure, maybe on her yeah, own when you she's know? on the bottom. Yeah. You know, we'll see. We'll see how that all plays out. Um, oh, yeah. On the runway, uh, RuPaul looks like she's serving Joan Crawford. Did you get yeah, that? Yeah, I could see I that. Also, I, I've, I've, I've mm-hmm. been listening to a lot of Grizzly Kiki, and I'm starting to have more of a, a finer eye to the fashions. I think RuPaul needed a bigger wig here with those like winged shoulders. Her wig, her wig yeah. looked really like more like Christina instead of yep. uh, Joan. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like, you know, that came up on the runway with Akiri about, like, you know, going big. And it's like, yeah, I think, like, I would I would rather, you know, and she talks about this, right? Like, I'd rather have someone tell me to pull it mm. back than that it's not right. enough. And I think RuPaul, like, yeah, especially with that those big shoulders. I just like RuPaul and big hair, yeah. too, yeah, you well, know? Uh, though I would, I would love— Sorry. I mean, I would love to see her in like a Monet pussycat wig though once, you know? Oh, well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. Totally. Like in, in a, not just like her saboteur look, but like a full Right. I, that's why I went. I went to look. the saboteur. Yeah. Rude Paul. Yeah. yeah. I, Rude Paul. Yeah. No, I want to, I'd love to see, that'd be really fun. Like I could see her doing like, like a Halle Berry mm. kind of hairstyle. I love that. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Uh, We got introductions to Michelle Ross and Carson and we didn't get to hear them respond. No, I'm assuming they were like, we got 15 right. queens. We got to, you know, send down this gauntlet. Let's go. Yeah. Um, Let's do uh, some of this runway. I don't think we need to go through all of them. I really don't want to. But uh, if you feel strongly about going through all of them, we can. I wrote notes on all of them. So, I mean, I have like some of them are just like, yeah, it's just like quick reactions. I don't have any a lot of deep right. thoughts. Let's on do looks. let's do yeah. some, you know, Colin and Johnny thoughts. Plastic tiara. Yeah, well. Yeah, so, yeah, we'll do a little speed round. So I called this look Deja Vu Lore because we had seen it before and it was... Uh, De- deja Vu Couture. Um, the deja Vu Valore Couture. Uh, yeah. yeah, I said it's the same silhouette as her entrance look, yeah. Yeah. yeah she looked yeah. gorgeous. Uh, yeah, She did, but I think, yeah, time to change up the silhouette. Right. Yeah. Uh, Brooklyn Heights? Oh, as, you know, still a dick pig. I'm on my knees for neon. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, can't help it. I will say, I, I will say, pushing a little bit back. Uh, where is Brooklyn Heights in this? I I saw more detox than Brooklyn. I guess I don't know Brooklyn Heights. The look is somewhat similar to her like Meet the Queens look. Okay, um, her like promo yeah. look. So I'm curious to see. I mean, I'm I'm very sure that Brooklyn Heights has a lot of looks to offer. So I don't know. That's a good question. It'll be fun to kind of look back and see what this look told us about her. Right. Once we know her better. You know, um, honey, goddamn Davenport. 
I called this look Bendela Meh. Oh, I wrote florals in spring. Groundbreaking. Yeah, I think <laughs> it's blue and pink a, cheetah, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, blue and pink cheetah. Yeah, it's like, all right, it's got a little ruffle. Cool. Um, uh, R.L. Versace. The Sativa Diva. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think she brought that wig or was that wig in the box? Yeah, because she she does. Oh, no, I think she brought it. I think that that's like Ariel's thing is she like does wigs. And so I expect all like the great hair to be hers. You oh, know? Okay, got it. Um, Evie? Um, this, it doesn't really have to do with the look, but I, I just, I wrote down Cynthia from Rugrats. I just feel like Evie could do, you know, the um, Angelica's doll, yeah, Cynthia. Yeah, totally. I just feel like there was a quality, like the way that that's like this over, like this used up doll with like the torn out hair. I feel like Evie was doing, does or was doing something similar. And then it was like, it used was like up. a used up Barbie. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like she would have been in the land of misfit toys or in Toy Story. There's not Toy Story. Is it Toy Story? Uh, yeah. With like those creepy toys. That are all broken. Do you have you, you haven't seen I ha- Toy Story? I have haven't you? seen the Toy Story movies yet. I know, I know, wow. I know they're a goop, and Joan Cusack's wow. involved. So wow. Okay. Well, we're done here. Um, a curious goddamn Davenport. Uh, I just, I loved. I quoted her where she said, "I'm just giving you drag," and I just feel like, yeah, you're just giving us drag. I can't believe she made that. It is so oh, fabulous. It is. It's really incredible. Uh, she's she's great. I I think she's. Um, I'm I'm very excited about her, and she, I didn't really get much of an impression of her in the Meet the Queens. And I'm like, oh, I'm so glad to be wrong same. about you. Same, you know? same. Uh, Scarlet Envy, I just thought this dress was impeccable also. She also reads, and I know that we're not supposed to compare queens, but she reads so Tammy Brown to me. She does. I, I, for some reason, she looked like a melting candle to me. I think it was the hat. but And there's, that's not initially a bad thing. No, um, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know who looks like a melted candle? An old Joan Didion. You should look up pictures of Joan Didion. She looks like a melted candle. <laughs> yeah, I'll uh, look it up. I'll look it <laughs> up. Yeah, it's, I know it's a weird thing to say, but someone is listening and knows, and, and we'll get that. Um, yeah, I... I Scarlet did better than I expected, so I'm kind of like, okay, I'm going to reserve judgment. Yeah. Let's find out who you are. Right. You know? Um, so Juicy Shake, Shake, Shake? Uh, yeah, she looks like a kitchen witch. She looks like a... <laughs> She looks like a little, like, knit thing you put over the over the soap yeah. to make it look like a little character. <laughs> or there's these things that you put over the vacuum that make them look like oh, cows and dresses. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, to me, it was like um, a cookie jar, and you could just kind of open her. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Or, yeah. or she was right off of the face face of cakes episode from season three. Yes, I could see that too. Uh, she looked like a toilet paper cozy. Like, yeah, yeah, she, yeah, yeah. Toilet paper yeah. cozy. I love that. Um, I, I, the audacity of this dress impressed me. I just don't think she was intending to be audacious. No, I, I think she was intending to be safe. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, Raja O'Hara. You know, uh, Newark, LaGuardia, Kennedy, I'm getting Islip, which is like a small <laughs> airport in Long Island. <laughs> it just wasn't very much, you know? Westchester. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> T-neck. Yeah. T-neck. Oh, yeah. Bring me the axe. Um, yeah, right. I, I thought this look, to, I just wrote down, this look is right out of season two or three. Uh, yeah, I agree. kind of like, I don't know. I mean, she made it. Uh, 
Who am I to say? I thought it was styled well. I, you know, I, I thought she her, her face looked great. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. Just needed I to be a little bit more, um, especially if you have the Kennedy box, you know. Oh, totally. Um, Mercedes? I would uh, more. Uh, I would. I called her Toyota Tercel Diamond. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, not a Taurus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Champagne Infinity, <laughs> yeah. which I think is always thought is a great drag name. Um, I think a great drag duo would be Champagne Infinity and Coral Miata. You know? <laughs> Coral Miata, I love that. Oh. Right. Um, you know. I wouldn't have put her in the bottom for this. I mean, maybe I would have. I, the outfit looked off the rack, which is what Michelle said. But yeah. I also think that's kind of a compliment if you made it. I yeah, no, I get that right. That you, it doesn't look handcrafted in a day, right? Yeah. So uh, yeah, anyway, yeah. To me, it was it was pretty safe. I didn't think she was hovering in the bottom. I guess her runway walk was more the issue. She just wasn't connecting. She seemed very in her head. Sure. Um, sure. So, I mean, and I get that because it's like, yeah, she got the shady edit and the mini challenge. I think they're trying to like shake her up a little bit, you know? Yeah, I agree. I feel like there's a longer story of like Mercedes missing the mark. So right. Maybe she's, she's in neutral right now. If you will. Oh, <laughs> she might need to pull the emergency break. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> There's some kind of upholstery joke with the makeup, but it's not worth it. Leather. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Mary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that's American made. Yeah. Now you're talking about like Ford. Yeah. Uh, sugar cane. Uh, oh, you know what it reminded me of? And I think someone pointed this out on Reddit. This is a sort of deep cut, but in season four, I think it's a pretty and pink runway but there's a chad michaels look where he's in like this pink dress with this kind of like same sort of was that bouffant or thing that same kind of big hair mm. but it looked like a version of that um not bad i thought sugar cane sugar i keep saying sugar i know it's sugar um i i think she much like nina west even though her look was great her energy on the runway just like i mean Potential pizza queen on her hands. Uh, totally. You know, I thought her look was really cohesive. I got Sharon also. Um, and I thought that the Ouija board in her hair was great. I didn't even notice that. Oh, my God. She had a Ouija board as her little hairpiece. Oh, I, I'll have to watch the runway again. That's uh, fabulous. Yeah, I mean, Sugarcane. She's just great. She's just... Ugh. Anyway. Sweet. Uh, Vangie. I did you I love her her walk that hoppy little walk she has it's like she skips a little bit down the sure, runway sure 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 it's adorable I I think that Vanjie is I think she looks great I think she's fun to watch Vanjie's great TV Vanjie's great TV they put her in the top for a reason I yep. don't think she should have been in the top but we needed to like have this redemption moment and it was important that it was there they check mm -hmm. in with her uh, essentially though it was a bathing suit with a you know, piece of fabric wrapped around it, right? Yeah, it's that look. I mean, I I thought she looked great. Oh, she I, did. It was great. It was great. It just wasn't, the crafting wasn't as much as some of the other queens is what I'm trying to say. No, I hear you. I, I guess I'm looking at my list and I'm thinking, who else? I mean, I guess I could kind of see Ariel maybe in the top instead. I could have or... seen Sugar in the top. Yeah, certainly. Um, But I guess, you know, a lot Scarlet, of them were even. okay and not great, you know? So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in terms of looks, even in the entrance looks and these runway looks, they were all kind of like, 
all right, well, let's. Yeah. We're not in All Stars anymore, is really what I kind of Yeah. Thought. Yeah, like recalibrating. It's like, okay, hold on. They're not right. coming in with the budget, and yeah. the designer is making stuff for them yet. Exactly. You know? Yes. Um, Silky. Oh, you know, I, I, for some reason, I was just like, this is somebody who's been hired as a temp, and she's like, I'm looking to go temp to perm. So she's like, dressing for the job she wants. <laughs> That's the story I'm telling myself. You know? uh, I thought that uh, the green. Thing looked like an apron like because it stopped halfway so it looked kind mm-hmm. of like this little apron that she had on but that's all yeah I, I, I like the cape i thought that she cleaned up and like the way they were talking about her in the workroom i was surprised how like i thought she looked pretty good yeah um i i, I thought that all all together it was a cohesive look it felt very safe oh sure uh nina west i wrote disasterina's drunk auntie <laughs> yeah madame medusa from the rescuers you ever seen that <laughs> yeah it's, yeah, yeah. Great, yeah. great reference. She, I mean, the look, the dress did not work, but, uh, and she knew that. She's like, I'm not delusional about this look, and I love that. But the, the, Nina is great because it was like, a, it was an example of like, sell the shit out of whatever you're wearing. Like, sell the garment, Mary. Right. And she did, and she did. Like, I just, I think that says a lot about uh, Nina, and I really hope that she turns the beat around in this season. Totally. Um, Kahana. Katya, more like Natya. Anyway. It's <laughs> <laughs> my last one. <laughs> I, I thought it was interesting that she talks about being a drag race daughter um, when all of the Davenport family tree is there. <laughs> yeah, they're all like, um, yeah, about that. Yeah. Right. And and it was also interesting that she says, you know, a little peekaboo action with this bra. And I'm like, girl, peekaboo. This yeah, is like yeah. full on trench coat reveal. Like this yeah. is it's like Yeah. This is got, this they're is, called this boobs, Ed, you know. Right. This is <laughs> Stacey Lane Matthews with her boob hanging out in that photo shoot challenge. The oh. Oscar is the runway look, yeah. Um or the red carpet <laughs> faux pas challenge. Yeah, it was and not to be that queen, but you know, they do clock plastic tiara for kind of doing the same look. And it's an interesting thing of like, do you clock queens for reusing pieces of like outfit or garments? Like, I don't think it's fair, but I think people do it. And maybe on Drag Race, it's something that you shouldn't do. Like, that's I think that's the same bra she wore in her entrance. Um, so oh. you know, you notice okay. and you're like, does it matter? Don't you kind of got to use what you have on hand? But at the same time, I think if you're really smart, you reuse stuff, but maybe don't reuse it the same episode. You yeah, know? don't reuse the same episode or reuse it in a brilliant way where we don't even notice. Yeah, know? I mean, what, Tyra Sanchez had the same two pair of shoes I've never knew. You totally, know? totally. Yeah. Right. Uh, other notes now um, that were um, in the, you know, uh, deliberation here. I mean, we have our next Best Supporting Actress nominee. Okay. And, of course, it's the Meryl Streep. It's it's RuPaul uh-huh. working for it, you know, and I'm not going to do it full oh, Ru. I, but... I, I, I love it. I love this yeah. quote. I know what you're going to talk about. Are you, do yeah. you want to do it or can I do it? I mean, go for it. I know you want to. You didn't just do two wigs. You didn't just do three wigs. You did five wigs, and I'm loving it. Girl, you did five wigs, and I'm loving it. Oh, now, that's what she says. Okay, yeah. thank you. You did um, five wigs, and I'm re- loving it. This reminded me of white pumps are the sign of a true hooker, mm-hmm. and I love you for that. And I love you for that. <laughs> I I love this. I thought, like, I and also appreciated, like, Miley kind of checking everybody of, like, um, 
everybody at this table has made a career out of right. being extra. That was so, a great like, moment, too. Let's not and, and everybody has. Carson, Ross, Michelle, Rue. They've yep. all been extra in their own ways. Carson, and, Jesus, yeah. Yeah. And so I kind of felt like I appreciated Miley's insight there. And I think you can't clock Akira for being extra. No. Like, come on. Yeah. This was she's giving you drag. And right. it was it was amazing. I I I would say Akira and Brooklyn, like, clear top two. Vanjie, I guess they considered her top three. I think she was hovering between safe and top. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. I, I really liked Akira. Um, I, there was this, I, I think Miley said it. Um, Nina going home is like Trump being president. And I just went to Tempest and I went, really? Really? <laughs> Really? You know, it felt very shoehorned in, I totally. think. They were like, oh, we got to keep her because, I don't know, I was a little frust- not not frustrated that they kept her because obviously I was thrilled that they kept her. But I was frustrated for some of the other queens that were voted out early because they fucked up a challenge like this. It's like yeah. uh, Tempest had plenty of uh, personality. It's true. I mean, you know, and and then you know, if you're going to mention that specific example, it's like then Candy didn't really bring a lot of personality in the season, so sure. uh, it was a loss. I think with Nina, I don't know. I think it's because it's Nina West. Like she is like a significant drag figure, and I think it, there's I, the, there is an air of uh, who was the queen from last season, Mary. I'm blanking right now. From uh, season 10. when she did the she did the whole. Uh, celebrity, um, ma- don't make me over. Lip sync. What the fuck is her name? Oh, oh, um, Mayhem. Oh yeah, Mayhem Miller. You are, this, yeah. yeah. There's mm-hmm. this Mayhem Miller quality to Nina in the sense of like, you need to be here. Yeah, we recognize that like you deserve to be here and like you worked really hard. Like we're gonna, we want to see more. You yeah. know, had she and- done like really like a mediocre to good job, I think they would have put her in the top. Also, you know. I- yeah, I mean, you know, that's a good question. I think if she did like a mediocre job, she might have even been criticized a little more because it's like in this case, she's like, I fucked up and I'm admitting it. I fucked oh, up. I see. I got stuck. I don't I I know. Okay. And I think that if she came out there saying like, well, here's what I've got for you. And they're like, really, Nina? Like, we expect more from you. I oh, think I see. this was a different situation. Um I I mean, it's almost a BSA nominee, but like Nina's talking through tears moment. Oh, was really special. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, that was I mean, ugh, like every time she came through, she came through the the best supporting actress nominee, though, from this moment is Michelle and that kind smile she gave Nina. Did you notice that after Nina? No, after, Michelle she, was making making me feel a little cringy with the whole mic drop moment. I was like, I can't look at Michelle anymore. Oh no, she has this <laughs> lovely moment when she smiles at Nina. That oh. is, it's similar to when I think RuPaul had a smile at someone in All Stars, or it was just like a, like I no maybe and maybe I'm thinking of Michelle being proud of Monet. That might be what it was. It was just a very uh-huh. genuine moment. And Love it. It was just Michelle being like mom, you know, not tough aunt, but mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I mean, before we get to the lip sync, I mean, I guess. Oh, I just loved when they were talking about Mercedes and they and Ross said that she's more like a certified pre-owned Chevy, and RuPaul says, "Not a bad car." Like I don't <laughs> know why that was so funny. Not a bad car. Like that's that's RuPaul a clever... knows a lot about cars too. Yeah. yeah, that's and I think that's what's really funny about it. Yeah, and I feel like when they said that, honestly, when I look at Mercedes' look, that is a Chevy Malibu. 
Okay. You know what I mean? I don't know that what that look... means. I don't know anything about cars. So. Oh, that yeah. look gives me Chevy Malibu realness. <laughs> um. Um, the Lip Sync, Best of Both Worlds, Hannah Montana. Do you know the song? Uh, I don't. And there's so many great Miley songs that it's a little disappointing. Um, I feel like Younger is a great song. I well, feel this like... song, I like this song because it's Hannah Montana singing it. And if you listen to the words, like it makes sense. I mean, best of both worlds is also very drag. I, and I get why they chose it. I guess I just feel like, okay, I get the lyrics and it all makes sense. It's all like on brand. But I just, you know, I think that's so often the case is they have these lip syncs where it's like, oh, but like there's so many other songs that would be more fun. She's or like just more being exciting. Miley. Yeah, I yeah. hear yeah. yeah, I don't know. I, I, I feel mean, like they, Miley. They, they had Wrecking Ball in All Stars 3, which was fabulous. And they had Party in the USA yep. in season five. I don't know. I just think some of her more recent stuff like Rainbow Land and Younger Now, I think are like, okay. um, I don't know. It's a different Miley. It'd be fun to see that lip synced. But what are you going to do? Um. I thought the lip sync was a slaughter. Um, Soju should have ripped that the fuck off. And then she probably could have won, to be honest with you. She was giving some fun face and acting moments that were cute. But then she did that spin where it's just kind of like, to me, it was like somebody's four-year-old niece saying, watch me spin, watch me spin. And you have to like, watch me spin. I was expecting like an Alexis Michelle reveal. Like she was going to spin and then there was going to be something fucking fabulous underneath. Same. And it didn't happen. Yeah. I agree. I thought that would have been like just do something, do something, do something, so- Charlie, Charlie. Yeah. do something, Soju, do something, uh, Soju. Yeah, I mean it's unfortunate. You know, maybe they'll bring her back next season or for All Stars. Uh, who knows? Uh, but she has her mm. show. She has shot with Soju. Shake, shake, shake. And yeah. it's uh, it. Uh, you know, she's gonna be fine. She's she's certainly made a mark for the LGBT. Korean community like there is that there she's mm-hmm. super sweet she has the cyst moment unfortunately yeah um, I love what she said about Korean culture you know Korean culture we won't give up we persevere and yeah. she's like that's what I'm gonna do and I'm like all right girl you know work. it's a good energy it's a good yeah. attitude to have I mean someone's gonna go home first and you know it's what you do with it now that's right. all it's what you do with it now um, <clears throat> now our, uh, we have to, we have to crown our best supporting actress of the episode before uh, untucked or, Oh, untucked. I guess I don't have a lot to say about untucked. I have a couple of things. Do you okay, want to go for it? Go uh, for it. So what do you have? yeah, just a couple of things. First of all, the irony of Silky saying she can control her tongue, but not her look is not lost on me. Mm-hmm. I thought yeah. that was uh, really funny. Um, I also, when they kept saying like Kalani, Kalanik, I wanted somebody to go, Kaisha Kayani. <laughs> Lakeisha Kayani, yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, so they were talking about, uh, you know, queens don't get the chance to come back. Most people don't get, you know, any chances, that whole uh, storyline there. I just want to make sure that we're clear of the queens that have come back on Drag Race. So we have Shangela, yeah. we have Cynthia Ali Fontaine, Vanjie, Eureka O'Hara, I'm going to count Nasha Lopez. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm <clears throat> even going to count Manila, Latrice, and BB. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, exactly. I think, yeah, this idea that nobody gets to, you know, no one gets these second chances. It's like, right. I honestly, I think that's why I kind of checked out of Untucked is once that conversation started, I was like, girls, it is so early to try to find conflict. Like, this is not a conflict. Right, right. You are like, keep reaching for the stars, but like. Well, they edited that whole thing where Silky was like, I'd be back on season 12. I'm a big bitch. And then again, R.A.L. 
creating this conflict between Ariel and Silky, she just loves herself. She thinks she's everything. Like, it's supercharged and upset. And I'm like, okay, girl. All right. I'm, yeah. I, 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 this whole drama, I don't know. I'm not into it. Uh, we'll see what they We'll see what they do with this. Yeah, um, I think that's uh, I, that's my take. Is we'll see what happens with all this. This is like they are they are putting in some landmines, and either they'll like detonate, or no one will step on them, or you know there'll be false flags. You know, right, right. Um, I really appreciated the intersectionality conversation about being black and gay, or being black versus gay. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was an interesting segue from from a white thug. Because a, yeah. a thug is just like an assassin or like a ruffian, right? According to any yeah. kind of definition. But apparently thug also has a racial implication. But I don't know. Uh, thugs are thugs. So Yeah, I think yeah, they're, 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 I, they, they made the jump. So Honey brought it into a very interesting discussion. Uh, but at the same time, I was like, well, I mean, she can have a white thug because there's thugs that are in Goodfellas and the mob, you know? Right. It's really like, I think, you know, the, the definition of thug or when you think of like the, the specifics of like thug in the like rap community, like I think it's kind of like the certain aesthetics yeah. of it. Um, right. Well, and she also said like thug. So it was, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 Cause I feel like, I guess honestly, like when I think of like, sure, white thugs, I mean, when I think, I think of mobsters and whatnot, but I also think, I guess I kind of pick, when I picture like white guys acting like that, I guess I kind of, I call them bad boys in my head. I'm like, oh, oh he's a bad boy. Oh, he's a like or a fuck boy. I know a fuck boy is different, but I guess I just don't. <laughs> I haven't typically used that term for like when I see a white guy acting like that, like wh- when he's doing like the stereotypical like fubu jacket, like talking mm. a certain way, wearing chains, like doing that drag. I don't really buy it. I mean, <laughs> I don't honestly even really buy it when I see a black guy do it because it's just all drag. Like, right, I right. don't I don't buy it in that. I don't think it's real. It's, it's such a, a performance. It's, yeah, it's a put you know? on. It's a, a tough guys. Yeah. As you will. Yeah. 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 Putting the guy in tough guys. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'd put my guy in tough guys. I, I mean, that being said, <laughs> I'd let them put their their crucifixes and gold chains on my on my bedside table any day. Oh, uh, anyway, this was a great discussion for episode one of Untucked. It's like, OK, great. Uh, uh, great. Have this discussion. Make sure this is on TV. This idea of, you know, I'd rather be flamboyant than a skin color. Like that's that's a big statement to make. Yeah. Um, people judging black first. It was all something that gay people, especially white gays, aren't really having. This idea yeah. of uh, of of what it feels like to be both. You know. Yeah. I mean, I think you know that's I, also what I expect this season is to see like these opportunities to at least mention these issues or like get people talking about them or thinking about them. Um, yeah. yeah. Of course, I want to see more of it. I think it's great. Um, you know, and uh, <laughs> we'll navigate them as they come. That's right. Um, Miley is the next kind of talking point I have. I. I it's important to say, I'm, I'm just going to repeat what she said, because I think of Raven. When Raven in season two was like, well, I'll just do whatever they tell me to do, you know? Yeah. So yeah. we have Miley who says, uh, I love people being who they are. You have to be happy. You have to be comfortable. You have to love what you're in. I would rather have pride and have dignity than go out there and be something I'm not. And why would you why would you go show the world someone else? Because when they go to the show, they're going to go, who's that? Who is that? And so I think no matter what, you should try to allow people at home to see themselves in you. 
and no one sees themselves in perfection because nobody is and if they are they're pretending and they're fake and they know inside how they really feel you don't want to be fake you'd rather be real i was like all right girl Give that almost tea. rhymed. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. yeah. Um. I mean, it is. It's. A, it's a stark contrast to what Raven said, and yeah. I think. I, it's that. I think that I might still agree with Raven, though. I think that what Miley's On this saying, show, yeah, right. I think what Miley is saying sounds really good and feels really good, but I guess I. I if have, you want to win, if you want I, to win, right? Because you could be sent home being a Tammy Brown and be a fucking icon. Well, and I just, and also just kind of in general, like I, I think in a lot of ways, like for example, like if you're doing something, like let's say for example, you know, we're doing All Right, Mary, and we kind of, we can kind of do whatever we want with this show. We can talk about whatever we want. We don't have any producers. We don't have advertisers. Like we kind of set those standards but if we were to be involved with like a certain network or we were to have a certain advertiser or we were to have some kind of up-leveling situation that got us a larger audience and made us a bigger podcast more often than not unless you find some really great production company or network that you align with you have to sell you have to change something about yourself to make that happen to because being more popular often means appealing to more people you know Mm -hmm. i mean Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I think with Patreon and whatnot, there's other ways where you don't have to sacrifice, but we're talking about kind of going a more mainstream route. I guess what I'm right. just trying to say is I think that at a certain point in certain industries and to accomplish certain levels of success, you likely do have to change something about yourself. I think RuPaul has developed a platform that navigates both, where she has been extra and she has been outspoken in her career and later in life is like, all right, well, let's play by these rules while also changing them. So mm-hmm. there's there's an interesting kind of play with when you should push and when you should fall back. Uh, and I, I don't know, it's, it's an art that some people can master and some people can't. Yeah, you decide which elements of yourself are, you know, more mm. fluid than others, which one, which compromises you're willing to make, which right. ones. I think that's important is right. to Where's know, your dignity? Where know what live? you won't sacrifice because, sure. you know, I mean. Yeah. Like Nev just, Campbell, Nev Campbell, you know, she she had in her contract. Sorry, I love Nev Campbell. Um, she had in her contract in her career that she'd never show her boobs. Mm-hmm. Ever. So yeah. she, she only had like collarbones and up even during wild things, you know? So. Oh, right. That's right. She keeps like a tank top on in that or something or. Um, well, no, you see her collarbone and you can see her nude back. Oh, but, they do that. But uh, yeah, it was all Denise Richards boobs and the champagne on her boobs. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They don't do like a Sarah Jessica Parker in Sex in the City where like she always keeps her bra on. Right, right, <laughs> right. Just, anyway, yeah, yeah there, there's sorry that that's just to talk about certain choices, things that you won't sacrifice. Yeah, but yeah um, that's that's all I really had for Untucked. Uh, I love the moment between Mercedes and Soju. I thought that was so beautiful. Uh, oh. Just a really heartfelt moment when she's just like Mercedes or Soju says, I'm going to fight with this fucking uh, tool, bitch. And then Mercedes is like, I love you, sister. I'm so glad that I met you. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's I think. uh I think regardless of like Soju as a competitor, I think it's hard to not like her as a person, right? Like yeah. she's she's a good egg. And so yeah, she's a good egg. You know. Uh 
now I, I I guess now it's time to name the best supporting actress. Do it, Mary. This episode. I'm, I'm waiting for it. I know who I would give it to, but I mean, you know, this one I have to say, you know, some races are tighter than others. Just to remind us of who the nominees are, uh, there is Sugar Cane. Girl, you better staple that you staple that shit to your ear, girl. Um, there is uh, Delta um, being Mercedes' teen, scene mate and going. Well, uh, I think someone needs to be driving here. Um, <laughs> there's RuPaul wigging out, and there's Michelle being a mom. And I, it's your year, Meryl. RuPaul, you got it yes! this episode. Yes! You got it. Yes. That was a great I feel like moment. every Glenn Close fan that actually she won. You know, she it's like, won. Yes. yes. I yes. love that moment. I love that moment. It, it was, was so yeah. funny. It was funny. Yeah. <laughs> you won five weeks. I think that's just, <laughs> I just, it was just so cute. And I don't know. I, mm. I really hope we just get more of this RuPaul enthusiasm this season. Spunk. Yeah. And, and I, I don't, we talked about that on the, the hot take, but there's something about the energy of RuPaul this season where it's like, was she listening to some critics? Did somebody sit her down and they're like, look, we need you to be more present. Yeah. Yeah. Like, could you have a little more fun? This here? is it's, your job. It's a yeah. drag show. Yeah. Right. right. Um, yeah, I don't know. But whatever it is, she's she's doing it. Love and it. Uh, it it makes a difference. Yeah, I agree. Um, uh, anything else, Mary, before we sign off? I think that's it. I'm, uh, you know, I'm excited to see what happens. We've got a lot of we got a lot of chess pieces set up and a lot of great queens and a lot of them, you know, they can't all win. So I'm sure there'll be some heartbreak throughout the season. But well, two of them might win. I mean, hey, <laughs> it's happened before. Or, yeah. you know, send them all home. So. Send them all home. <laughs> Until I find my 5 by 7 of Shauna Brooks, no one leaves. Anyway, Marys, if you have any thoughts on this opening episode of Season 11, RuPaul's Drag Race, you can reach out to us on Twitter at AllRightMary, or you can find us on the web at www.AllRightMary.com, or you can email us at AllRightMaryPodcast at gmail.com and let us know your thoughts uh if you want you can follow me on instagram i'm at johnny also and you can get more of me on my podcast in the details a celebration of nuance you can check out the barbara harris episode i just posted if you don't know who she is trust me you'll want to um you can also get more of me on twitter at colin drucker and you can get more of both of us at patreon.com backslash all right mary where you could have gotten a hot take Thursday night of the most recent episode and going forward get a bonus episode every single week right now we're doing Drag Race Thailand season two oh, and it's fabulous it's so good and you know that's so if you want to get that now because those will not be available to the you know uh what, what do I call them the all-around Marys the all-around yeah the free skate Marys until the yeah. summer so yeah. um and trust me like get on Drag Race Thailand season two and start watching so good it's so good it is so good uh well anyway mary so we have a last chance lip sync for you this week that i really love i can imagine this being a perfect drag number because of the lyrics there's a lot of opportunities to interpret these lyrics in certain ways um this is you know, if there's not a godmother of soul, this is a mother of soul. Uh, this is Ruth Brown, Lucky Lips. Uh, uh, the one with the lips. The one with the lips. Um, it's a fabulous tune. Uh, really, really great. Uh, so here is Lucky Lips by Ruth Brown, and we will see you next week. So ya. When I was just a little girl.
you through.